Welcome to the Faith and More podcast. This is a trans-denominational podcast. All are welcome and safe here, no matter what your faith is or isn't. Hello, my name is Reverend Angel Wise, and I'll be your host. I am an ordained trans-denominational minister, director of Oblates Perpetual Light, intuitive healer, Kabbalist, and life coach. I firmly believe that the divine works through people every day to help us. These angels and saints are so very humble, many of us don't know they exist or existed. Each week we'll explore the lives of these amazing beings. We'll also explore topics that can help your faith, no matter what it is or isn't. The goal of this show is to encourage, educate, inspire, uplift, strengthen, and heal you and your faith. So be sure to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Shalom, shalom, and welcome home, everyone. How are you all doing? I so hope and pray you all are well and blessed and seeing life and all of its ups and downs as blessings for what they truly are. They are blessings. They, even the challenges and the suffering and the hardship in life are blessings because it gives us the amazing opportunity to take control and change instead of being reactive. It allows us to see that this is coming from the divine, from a higher power, from the creator, is an opportunity to bring about change in us. And how we react to things is a matter of how things go and how things change. So anyway, welcome everyone for being here. If you're new to the show, Infinite thanks for being here. It is my deepest hope and sincerest prayer that you find everything that you're searching for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast, here and more. And if you're returning, infinite thanks, blessings, and love for being a longtime lover and supporter of the show. It is because of you that this show is here. So speaking of exactly that, we are going to be discussing in great detail and great length uh, about how to transform ourselves into seeing things as they truly are. As the title says, and everybody always asks this in some form or another, if everything is from the creator, what about darkness? What about suffering? What about death? What about, you know, insert your most negative Thoughts, feelings, and emotions here. We're going to be talking about that today and learning so much. But before we begin, I do have to give a disclaimer. Warning, the following program may contain triggers that can make you quite upset. Listening discretion is advised. But all kidding aside, yes, there are going to be a lot of triggers in today's show. Uh, so please know that, be aware of that as we go into it. And what I mean by triggers is there's going to be a lot that I'm going to be talking about today that you're going to disagree with. Um, some of you, probably very few of you, will be like, oh my gosh, it's exactly what I think and feel and, and believe, while others will be... I don't agree with anything you're saying. So to those who don't agree, I completely understand and I completely respect that. But please also respect where I am coming from. Some of us are ready for this information while others are not. 
And we're going to be getting into all of that here in just a very brief moment. And there are, I'm sure, many other shows that we've had that cover, if not some, a lot of what we're going to be talking about today. But again, we're today we're going to a deeper level. So when I say to you, literally, everything, all caps, bold print, underlined, highlighted, neon lights, everything, everything comes from the creator. How does your mind respond? I know a lot of people would say no. Their minds are saying no, not everything, not the negative. That comes from Satan. That's not God. Okay, now, filter that through your heart, that question. Where does everything come from? It comes from the creator. Because without the creator, there is no creation. And we're going to dive deeper into that, really. Our minds love to pick up and choose. But the truth remains. Everything comes from the creator. This applies to what we believe to be good or bad, right or wrong, mine or yours, love or hate, like or dislike, agree or disagree, etc., etc., Satan, which in Hebrew is Satan, was created by the Creator. Believe that or not, we all should be on the same page right now. Christians included should know and believe that Satan was created by the Creator. But from this point on is where there is a division. So everything has and is been created by the creator. There's no exceptions. Christian faith believes that the, of the fall of Satan, mean, or Satan, meaning he, because they place a, and I'm not being derogatory at all. I'm just stating, you know, the facts of the faith. Christians believe that Satan or Satan is a he, and that he was a great angel, but got full of himself, hated humans, and revolted against the Creator. This is how one faith hates Satan. Other faiths believe that Satan is evil at the worst or negative at the least. So what if I told you that Satan was created to do exactly what it, not a he, not a she, it was created to do? So backing up just a tick, we all agree that Satan, those of us who prescribe or subscribe to that, believe that Satan was slash is an angel, okay? Some believe he fell away, while others believe that Satan is doing exactly what Satan was created to do. Now, I know a lot of people are going to scoff at that. A lot of people are probably going to turn the show off now. Or just put up a wall and, or put hands over their ears and go, no, 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 and drown me out. Regardless, just listen, listen to me, hear me out. Is that we have to have negative in this humanness, in this human life to achieve what our souls are here to do. So yes, Satan is what is known as an angel. However, there was no fall, rebellion, dislike for humans, and their role, relationships with the creator, etc. 
Satan is doing exactly what Satan was created to do. And Satan is not, yes, Satan is an angel, but angels are not these beautiful beings in flowing gowns and wings. And I mean, sometimes they can take on that appearance. And why would they do that? Because of our conditioning, that that's how we would recognize him. But more so, they are energy. They are energy beings um, that were created and are created by the creator, just as everything is created. So Satan is created to be that voice inside of us, to sway us from being closer to the light. And I'll explain more detail on this as we go. So Satan was created by the creator to do exactly what it does. What does it do? It constantly whispers to us to do things that get us farther and farther away from the creator. Why? If everything was candy land and bliss, we, our souls, would not work on what our souls are here to do. Not at all. What an example? Show of hands. How many of us study your chosen sacred texts daily? Contemplate what you study and pray every day. The vast majority of humans only turn to their faith when things are going wrong. The Creator knows this. It knows everything because it literally is everything and created everything. So if you are the Creator, how do you motivate souls to do what they are in this life to do? Do you make it a blissful paradise where they just lull off into la-la land and go about just whatever? No, no, absolutely not. There must be hardships. There must be pain and there must be suffering. Each moment of what we call negative is an opportunity to change ourselves and to allow more of the creator's light in us. With each successful mission, we receive more and more light and we become closer and closer to the creator. I see a lot of heads shaking, and that's fine. Not everyone is ready for this information. Let's look at the example of a light bulb. What happens if I try to take a 100-watt uh, current and run it through a 20-watt light bulb? It blows, right? The very same applies to us for this information that we're receiving right now today in this episode. Some of us can handle it, and others can't. So... Why have this show? That's a good question, because actually, this is the third time I'm recording this show within the past month, because every time I record it and go back and listen to it, Spirit is constantly tapping, saying, we need to do this. We need to change that. We need to improve this. We need to improve that. How do I know it's Spirit and not Satan? Because it's coming from a place of giving. It's coming from a place of love, from energy of love. That is, there's the difference. But anyway, I'm hoping that long after I've left this lifetime, this show will still be here. So it, anyone and everyone will be able to listen to it, whether they get it today, tomorrow, next month, next year, 10, 20, 30, 40, who knows how long, how many years from now, we'll be able to listen to this and get it. So those who aren't ready now and in the future will be able to get this information. 
whenever they are ready. But you know, the great thing is this. Eventually, everyone will be ready at some point in time for this information. That's how the creator created humanity. Story for another show. <laughs> so the first step, regardless of your faith, is to realize it's not good enough to know in your head. Remember, the heart that the creator created everything, whether we like it or not. Every event in our lives, every event, that can't be stated enough. Every single moment is a blessing and an opportunity for our souls. There are no exceptions. We've talked about this a bit in previous shows and what to do. So many of the saints we've talked about on this podcast have suffered. As a matter of fact, I don't know of any saint who never suffered. It is usually suffering and how they handle and react to it that makes them a saint. Yes, it is imperative that we turn off the autopilot running our lives and take control. And you've all heard me, especially over the past several shows, especially in this um, season, of the importance of doing this because we live, I mean, just contemplate it for a moment. Sit down and think and meditate on your life. How much of it is autopilot? Probably 99.9% .9 of the time. And that's not how we are intended to live. Again, remember, we're here to learn, to grow, to evolve, to change, to receive more light, be able to see, receive more light, become closer to the creator, whatever you want to call that or perceive that to be, and to share that light with as many people as possible through our actions, not through preaching or pushing or bashing or any, again, insert any negative term here. It's Doing good does not involve anything negative. Keep that in mind. We must begin to be aware of moments as we are blessed to receive and experience them. We must begin to become proactive instead of reactive. And I'm going to say that one more time. We must begin to become proactive instead of reactive. Because for the vast majority of us, we are very reactive beings. This is the ultimate battle between us and Satan. Satan wants you to stay on autopilot, where most of the time we listen to the, them and do what we feel is correct. What we feel according to our conditioning, our wants, our desires. Well, they don't believe in Jesus, so they're wrong. They don't go to my church, so they're going to hell. You know, that person's gay. I, I think that's, that's, that's a sin. That's a sin. Uh, that person's uh, transgender. That's, that's a sin, you know. And it just goes on and on. And it's not just big things. It's little things. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like her. I don't like him. It just goes on and on and on. And the more we not only listen to that, but the more we express that, the more we're playing right into what Satan wants us to do. Satan is great, the best at its job, but it's not perfect, and it's not unbeatable. It is very beatable, but we have to figure out the solution to how Satan 
gets to us. For the vast majority of us, we are always uncertain. We are warriors. We um, are afflicted with so many things, whether that be depression, anxiety. Um, it goes on and on and on. Illness. Again, here we go with the suffering, the pain. And Satan plays right into that by saying, why? Why? Why would God allow you to suffer? If there was a God, why would you suffer? And see, the vast majority of us play into that hand and say, well, God doesn't love me. Nobody loves me. I'm this and I'm that. See, that's uncertainty because you're not certain about yourself. So what's the opposite of uncertainty? I just said it. Certainty. To be certain, 100% of what you are, what everything is, and to surrender into that. Now, how many faiths talk and preach about surrender? But how many faiths actually teach you what surrender is and isn't? Very few. Very few. I recently spoke with a priest who is an amazing theologian, who in all of their years is still quite uncertain about what surrender really is. And I myself, up until recently, was the same. I've actually posed the question to several people, several high-ranking, or who I consider high-ranking, um, Christians about if they could explain to me what's two twofold question. One, what is surrender? Two, how do I put surrender into practice? How do I become to the point where I can surrender? And no one, no one has replied. So that tells me either they just ignore me, <laughs> just probably right, and that's fine. I am fine with that. It doesn't bother me. Or they don't know themselves or don't feel comfortable or, here we go, certain with giving a reply. Because again, it seems to me that a lot of people have different views on what surrender is and what it isn't. So what is it? It's being certain. Certain in knowing and believing and of the utmost feeling that the creator is in charge. The creator always was, always will be, and that the creator always comes from a place of love. The creator will always have my back regardless of, and this goes for everyone, just don't say my, the creator will have our backs regardless of what we believe, what we think of it, what we believe in it, how we practice it or have faith in it or don't have faith in it. It is there unconditionally, always was, always will be. And this is where our faith comes in. You always hear, well, you just have to have faith. You just have to have faith. You just have to have faith. But a lot of times when they're saying that, it's for something, it's for their faith. You've got to have faith in their faith. You have to have faith in what they are telling you. I'm not saying have faith in what I'm telling you. I'm telling you or sharing with you or pointing to 
for you to have faith in the truth. And the truth, bottom line is, everything comes from the creator. Everything is sustained by the creator. The creator created you, created me, created everything from humans to animals to rocks to the tree next to you. From your car, everything is created by the creator and sustained by the creator. And guess what? The creator is never going to let you down. The creator is always going to be there for you. So have faith in that. And from that comes certainty that no matter what goes on in your life, you're going to be okay. You're going to be golden because the creator's got you. Now, that doesn't mean you can kick back and glide and just cuss out and upset anybody that you want and do negative things because what happens? The more you listen to Satan, the less light you have, the less light you receive, the further away you get from the creator. Now, think about that. Some people were saying, well, then the creator's turn. The creator turns its back on us when we do bad. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. What is actually happening is we are turning away from the creator. By doing what we do, we are pushing the creator away. We're telling the creator, hey, I got this. You're not here. You don't do this. I'm the one that's got to get up every day and do this. I'm the one suffering and in pain and sick all the time. I'm the one that's uh, a paraplegic. I'm the one with a heart condition and dying. I'm the one laying in this bed on life support in, in my last days. You know, not you. Not you. No, that's wrong. Because the creator is suffering right there with you. And when you awaken to that and you're aware of that, that's where the certainty comes in. That's where your faith in the creator comes in. And you can see these moments. Why am I sick? Analyze it. What's going on in your life? Do you have a deep, dark secret that you've been keeping from people? That you've been hiding? Maybe a double life or who knows what? Doing something that you perceived to be something small, but yet over the years it's become something huge because you continue to cover it up and continue to do it. That is a reason for your illness. That's a reason for you feeling the way you are right now. So here's an experiment I want you all to do. Get with a loved one and ask your loved one, what is one thing just one thing. I know there's probably many, but what is one thing that I do that just literally drives you mad? Literally just every time, talk about triggers. Every time I say and or do this, it just, you just go off the deep end. What is it? Listen to them from a loving spot. Don't criticize. Don't get upset. Be open and loving unconditionally and accept what they're saying to you. Well, I did the same thing with Haven. I just, this, well, by the time this airs, it's gonna, probably going to be about a month. Um, I asked her. I know there's many things. 
But what is one thing? And she's known me for 37 years, folks. She's has been and continues to be my best friend, my wife, my partner, my everything, literally. Talk about my light. The creator gave her to me and, and well, I shouldn't say gave her. She's not mine, but has allowed me to share in her life and her and mine. And I'm beyond, beyond blessed, beyond blessed. So I asked Haven. I know there's more than one, I'm sure. But what is one thing? that I do that really gets you. And she said, me being negative about myself, that I have a very difficult time, and I do, accepting compliments. When someone says, well, you're great, and you did this, I will always downplay it. And I not just downplay it, I'll flip it, I'll flip it into something that I'm not deserving of. You know, and that's pretty much what I will say in so many words is that I don't deserve to be that to be said to me because I'm not worthy of that. And that comes from my conditioning, from my upbringing, from abuse in my childhood. Um, you know, I can see where that came from. But that gives me that thing to work on. So do this experiment with your friends, loved ones, whomever. Ask them for one thing that you do that just drives them nuts and take that one thing and begin to work on it. And you will see as you work on that one thing, no matter what it is, the more light you're going to feel from the creator and the closer you're going to feel with the creator. And things are going to start changing in your life. The more light you receive, the more change happens in your life the more positive that we would label positive, positive things will come from it. So give it a try. And I would love to hear from you all and about how your experience or experiences have gone. So give it a month and let me know. Try this for a month. Get a hold of somebody. You know, if you don't have a partner or any, contact a best friend, a relative, a neighbor that knows you and ask them for that one thing and start to work on that one thing. Don't beat yourself up. Don't make it a negative thing. Make it a positive thing. And again, don't take offense to what they say. Accept it with love and, and then start to analyze it and start to, again, make that conscious effort to change that. So again, back to Satan. Satan can also be excuse me, associated with our ego, the I, the me, the mind. We've talked about this in previous shows as well. The creator is all about and only about giving and bestowing. It created humans to receive. So before you begin bashing the creator for creating us the, this way, remember our ultimate goal of the soul to come into this lifetime to experience so many things to learn grow, evolve, and complete its mission or missions. In order to achieve this, we must begin as we are created, receiving. We must work on the misunderstandings of our humanness and work on getting closer to the creator, receiving more of the creator's light and sharing that with as many people as possible. Ultimately, our goal is to become givers like the creator. We are to be the hands and feet of the creator 
in this humanness. And you've all heard me say that before. So here is a quote from Shanti Deva, who was a great, um, a, one of the greatest Buddhist scholars back in the day. Shanti Deva said, where can I find enough leather to cover the earth, the whole earth? Someone posed that to Shanti Deva. Shanti Deva replied, by the leather of one pair of sandals, the earth will be covered. You all understand it? Let me say it again. Where can I find enough leather to cover the whole earth? So again, what can I do? How can I, you know, help the world? One person, one me, how can I do that? By the leather of one pair of sandals, the earth will be covered. By you growing, evolving, changing, loving, um, helping, showing, shining the light, receiving the light, shining the light, sharing the light will drastically change not only your lifetime, but all those around you, all those you've come in contact with, and you will see the ripples that go out from that each and every time, each and every action. We can do this little by little, situation by situation, blessing by blessing. Remember, our souls chose this life. Now, I know for a lot of people that's a button for them. Our souls have chose this life. So no matter what you're going through, your soul chose this, the blessings and the hardships. Become more aware of that. Uh, one, of the, one of our great listeners and I recently had a conversation about this, you know, talking about both of us came from backgrounds of child abuse, you know, and, you know, the PTSD that comes with that and how, uh, you know, you can be very untrusting with people. You can be very unloving because, you know, you're raised and, and taught and it's literally beaten into you that you're worthless, that you don't matter, that you're not loved, that, you know, all the negatives that you could possibly conjure up. Um, you know, Satan runs with that and constantly loves to serve up that buffet in your mind. And, and, you know, so many of us fall for that. But to look at it from a perspective, once you are an adult now, when this is going on, it is wrong. You need to see that for what it is. Just because it's happening doesn't mean, well, you know, this person's got a gun pointed at my head. This is because the creator wanted it to happen. Yes and no. This situation is happening because it is something that you and the creator, your soul and the creator agreed that would happen. But what happens next, that's up to you to decide. Are you aware of what's going on? Are you able to, you know, take charge of this situation? You know, are you able to see the situation for what it is and have that certainty and faith that the creator has you no matter what? If you do, then no matter what happens, if the person pulls the trigger or not, it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter because the creator has you and you have the creator. And regardless of what happens, you are aware of what truly is going on now and forever. I know that's really, really difficult. It's extremely difficult. 
if not impossible for our humanists to understand because Satan is constantly telling us, no, that's BS. That's not right. If, if, the, if the creator loved you, you would never suffer. You would never be sick. Life would be bliss, blah, 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 blah. And that is just total garbage. Again, how can you carry out your soul's mission or missions if you're in total bliss? You can't. Absolutely cannot. And won't. Absolutely not. Like I said at the beginning, I mean, how many of us pray on a daily basis? But when something's going on, oh, my Lord. How many of us are calling for prayers? And, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's something wrong and that you shouldn't. Yes, you should. But what I'm saying is to be aware of that and to change to where you're not just doing that when you're in need and when bad things are happening or what you deem to be bad is happening. Do it every day. How many of our saints, St. Faustina, uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, uh, Blessed Father Solanus Casey, and on and on and on, always talked about being grateful, grateful for each and every moment, for each and every breath. This is exactly what they were talking about. And they suffered. They suffered so bad. What about all the, the, the children that we've had shows on here in season five and season four and before that? Look at the suffering these children have endured. Could you respond and react as these children? You can. You definitely can. So this is what it's all about, folks. I, I so pray that this is making at least some sense. Uh, feel free to listen to this episode as many times as you can stomach it. I know it's for those with buttons. You've probably turned it off long before here. But for those still here, thank you so much. Um, I so pray it's resonating with you. And I do mean that resonating with your heart, that you not only understand it from a mental humanist perspective, um, without Satan interfering, but you more so feel it in your heart. Another example, great example, is someone that's been in our prayer request for months now, and that's Haley, her husband Taylor, and their four-year-old son, Weston. Haley has terminal ovarian cancer. She is literally in her last days. She is fighting for every breath, every moment, of every day. She's fighting to wake up every day after falling asleep just to have one more moment with her family, one more moment with her friends, one more moment in this lifetime. So if there's a creator, why is this happening? Because her soul and the creator agreed to this before she came into this lifetime. And I know people are still poo-pooing on that. But, I mean, honestly, take some time and contemplate that. Meditate on that. And you'll, you'll feel the truth over the voice of Satan. And that's one thing you'll notice. The more light you let in and keep in, and the more you continue to grow and evolve and come from a place of giving instead of a place from, of taking, the less and less you'll hear Satan. Because Satan loves uncertainty. But if you're certain, Satan goes. You're not worth Satan's time. Because there are so many other beings that so easily fall 
for Satan's tricks. But you can work past it. So back to Haley. Haley has every single right in the universe, endless universes, to just curl up in a ball and scream and cry, why me? Now, I know she has gone through that time and time again, but she constantly pulls herself out of it. She allows herself to feel that, but she then pulls herself out of that, allowing the light in so she can share that light one more time with her son, with her husband, with her friends, with her church, with her community. One more time. That's all she's asking for. Give me the strength one more time. One more time. And she is very acutely aware of each and every moment. She knows that every time you hear a clock tick, that's one less second, one less moment. And honestly, that goes for all of us. I'm not saying that to scare anyone, but we're all on limited time, folks. And some of us, raising my hand, have been utmost blessed at a second chance. Again, just three years ago, as of June 30th, on paper, I was supposed to die. I should not be here right now. According to doctors and paperwork, I shouldn't be here right now. And then, since I had survived, I wasn't supposed to be mobile. I was supposed to be disabled. I was supposed to have a very short life expectancy, not expected to recover, would never have the quality of life, nowhere near what I had. But I saw this as a second chance. I seize this as a wake-up call, a moment to change, to take control. And as I've testified to you all before in previous shows, I thought I was doing a great job beforehand. Yes, I was doing better than some, but there is always room for improvement. You know, we're not meant to be perfect. We're meant to progress, to move, to keep evolving and not staying stagnant or going backwards. Because when we believe and do what Satan tells us to do, we go backwards. We're pushing the creator away, saying, nope, nope, don't need you. Don't need you. You're no good to me. I've got this. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. So, Haley, to me, is the ultimate example. Other examples, Melissa Henning Camp, our first actual show of this podcast, who she truly inspired this podcast and how she dealt with the cancer and the suffering that she went through. All of the saints we've had on the show and continue and always will. The children we've had recently, like I said, Look at how they've responded and reacted. Did they scream, fight, and condemn and lash out at people? No. They opened up so much to the light that they just glow. They glow like a lighthouse. They shine like a beacon in 
are helping so many people, even still today, although they're physically no longer with us, their light, their soul still shines so brightly, if not more, because it's no longer confined by this humanness. Claire Wineland is one of the greatest examples. And again, as I always say, infinite blessings to her family. Her show is in season one. Check it out if you don't know her story. Her family keeps her mother and father keep her alive. Her Claire's foundation still goes strong today. Her videos with her in it are just so beautiful, uplifting. And if you don't know who Claire Wineland is, by goodness, you need to check her out. Just one of her videos can take the worst day you are having and completely flip it, flip it towards the creator, towards that light. Because you're seeing it through her eyes, through her heart. It's like these saints. We are to see and feel through their heart, which is truth, which was, again, going back to the, we, we understand or perceive less than 5% of 100% of what's going on, but yet we'll still stand here and point fingers at people and tell them they're wrong and condemn them and say negative things and judge. We've got to stop that. We've got to evolve from this. So again, why did our souls choose suffering? Because in a blissful state, there is no opportunity to grow, to learn, or to evolve. So our soul agreeing with the Creator for our lives is the opportunity to learn, grow, evolve, and to love. Again, some of you, this will make sense. Others, it won't. Your understanding of this can only take you so far. Most of this must come from your heart. We've spoken so much over the last two seasons about this heart overhead. So how should we deal with negative situations? Scratch that. How should we deal with every situation? First, we pause. Second, we contemplate, where is this coming from? Why is this happening? Then react from a place of giving from your soul, from your heart. Know that no matter what, you are safe. The Creator has you, always has and always will. So, you learn that a dear friend is saying negative things about you but yet you've got a birthday party you've got to go to where it's a child of that friend. You know the, the friend is saying negative things about you, but they don't know that you know, right? That makes sense. Who's on first? So what do you do? Do you go to the party or do you just not go to the party because you're upset? No, no, that's not fair to the child, right? The, the child had nothing to do with this. Okay, so do you go to the party and confront the friend? Hey, you know, why are you saying these things about me? No, absolutely not. You pause, take a couple breaths, see this for what it is, okay? 
This is a moment. This is a blessing. This is a moment for me, an opportunity for me to change. Why am I being so reactive? Because they hurt my ego. Satan is saying in your head, screaming, how dare they? They don't know who you are, all the stuff you've done for them, and how dare they? You need to go over there and say this and embarrass them in front of them. No. You take your breaths. You go, put on a happy face. Even if you don't mean it, fake it. Fake it. Go through like there's no problem. And then, after some time, after you've had time to think about this, process it, and be able to speak with your friend from a place of giving and not from your ego, not from the Satan perspective, and just say, hey, you know, I've heard this, and, you know, I was just curious, you know, what, what's going on? Are, are we cool? What's, give them the opportunity to say, maybe it's something that we did. Maybe it is truly something we did that we need to work on. Be open to that. Don't just assume that they are wrong and you are right. Again, see this for the opportunity and the blessing that it is. You know, perhaps the friend would say, it really drives me nuts that you can't take um, compliments. That every time I, you know, say you're great and you're this and you're that, you just poo-poo all over it. Kind of like what Haven was sharing with me. You always take something positive and turn it into negative about yourself. I can't, I can't deal with that anymore. Okay. So you say, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. You can add, I only wish you would have come to me personally and we could have discussed this, but they probably already knew that since you poo-poo on everything that they couldn't come to you. So they were venting to a, someone else and it got back to you again. Let it go. See it? Hey, this is an opportunity. You change, bring more light into the situation. Thank your friend. Thank you for being honest with me and for letting me know. Now, if it's a misunderstanding, you have the opportunity here to come from a place of love and say, you know, that's just not Correct. And I understand, you know, and you present your evidence for that. And if the friend accepts it, that's their opportunity to change. But we can't force that, nor should we. It's up to them and their soul. See, because they're going through the journey too. Everyone is in this life on missions. So many missions. Keep that in mind as you interact and deal with others. I hope that makes some sense. Or I should say, I pray, definitely pray that makes some sense. So one of Haven's favorite uh, sayings is faith over fear. And that has a lot to do with what we're talking about today. Is that fear? Why do we nip? at people like little little dogs with sharp teeth because we're afraid we're uncertain you know it's just satan is constantly in our ear 
in our heads constantly, you know, telling us to do this and to do that. Again, remember, Satan is great at its job. But to be honest with everyone, Satan's hidden wish, which Satan will never tell you this, but Satan's hidden wish is that you beat them, that you beat them and that you attain that bond, that connection with the creator and receive all of the light in that you no longer listen or give room to Satan. Again, remember, no matter what, no matter what, you are safe. The creator has you, always has, and always will. And we'll definitely, we'll definitely have more shows on this as we go. But this should be more than enough to get you started. So remember, turn that uncertainty and fear into certainty and love. Before we go, I want you all to write something down, okay? I'll give you a second to get some paper and a pen and bless those who take notes <laughs> during the show. I know a few of you do that and uh, bless you for doing that. Okay, we all ready? Write this down. Have trust and certainty that everything is from the creator, is good, and is there to show me what to change. I'm going to say it again. Have trust and certainty that everything is from the creator, is good, and is there to show me what to change. Now, I would like for you all to put this on your refrigerator, put this on your bathroom mirror, put this on a little sticky note in your car, uh, use it on your telephone as your home screen, that it's always there and always present, that at any given time, not, I'm not saying to go out and get a tattoo of it. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, you know, your, your thoughts could change on it. So don't do anything drastic like that. But still, have something of it. Again, remember we were talking about positive triggers recently, uh, things that can help you to not react and to pause, process, contemplate, and then come from love, come from certainty, not uncertainty, not come from the ego, the I, the me, the mind, the whatever Satan is telling, right? So again, have trust and certainty that everything is from the creator is good and is there to show me what to change. Continuously go over this, go over this and read this and read this and read it and put it wherever you can see it. So at any given time, you can refer to it when you're being smacked in the face with something unexpected, something negative, some kind of suffering. Perhaps that is all the time for you. Perhaps you're in a hospital room right now in suffering and listening to this. If you can't write this down, have someone write it down for you and have them put it on your tray next to you, someplace you can see it on the dry erase board in your room that you can see it all the time. Have trust and certainty that everything from the creator is good and is there to show me what to change. 
So, my dear brothers and sisters, I will pause here for now and we'll get to prayer requests and updates and our closing blessing benediction. Um, again, we're going to have many, many more shows on this because this is one of those topics or set of topics that just goes on infinitely. You know, we can never hear enough. Um, there can never be enough reminders, enough refreshers, um, enough teachings and sharings on these topics because it's something that we deal with each and every moment of our lives. But though we can't control that, we can control how we react and act, how we respond. And that's what this is all about, folks. This week's prayers and update requests are as follows. We have Terry, Denise. We do not have any more updates on Nicholas and his heart transplant. Uh, still awaiting word on that. Haley, her husband has not posted uh, any videos or updates on her in a week. So that, to me, is not a good sign or good feeling. But let us please keep our heart, thoughts, and prayers uh, going for Haley, her husband Taylor, and her four-year-old son Weston. Uh, Maudie is having all kinds of issues with her health and rejection. She's in stage two rejection again. Um, just a lot of stuff that's going on, and please keep her in your heart, thoughts, and prayers. Uh, Courtney Moore, who is awaiting a heart transplant, they found a heart for her at Duke uh, Hospital, had her go there, but uh, they decided not to um, do that heart or use that heart because they said it was not perfect for her. And she wants to make sure that the heart is as best a fit as possible because that way what's going on with Maudie doesn't happen with Courtney. So let's please keep them in our heart, thoughts, and prayers. Next is Stephanie, Sarah, Kia, Elaine, Bob, Clyde, uh, Clyde's daughter, Lisa, who's also my cousin, is going through a lot right now. So let us please keep her in our heart, thoughts, and prayers. Uh, Lana, Megan, Molly, and Gwen, and also their uh, Fufulu pup pup dog uh, named Luna. Luna is very sick and is going through a lot right now. She hasn't eaten. She's vomiting, um, you know, going to bathroom on herself, and it's not looking good. She's 11 years old, so please keep her in your heart, thoughts, and prayers because we all know that our fur babies are as important to us as children. They are our children. They're all creatures, or excuse me, creatures, creations of the divine, and as we all. So they should be seen as such. Next is Trish, Chad, and their family. Brother, excuse me, Bishop Ashley and his family. Brother Abel, Mike S. and Kelly, uh, Michael W. and his wife Shelly. Uh, Tanya, her husband Ron, and her children. Also her Fufalu Pup Pup Coco also known as Beans. <laughs> she is having issues with her hindquarters and her hip um, as far as mobility goes. So let us please pray that she is able to heal and that she does not have to use any kind of prosthesis, um, like a little mini wheelchair thing that they use for the pup pups. Um, hopefully she'll heal. Also, please pray for Cheryl. Elijah, his grandmother Janet, husband Andrew, father Mike, his husband Eddie, Eddie's mother Becky, Emma, Jean, Kathy and Tony, and their family, Michael T., Kyra, 
Jan, James, and Linda, and Patty Baker, who is recovering from shoulder surgery. And if you are in need of prayers, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. I love to pray, and our Faith and More family love to pray as well. So let us pray for you. My contact information is coming up. It's at the end of the show and at the end of every show. And now our closing prayer and blessing. Let us pray. Oh, great creator, we've explored so much in this episode. Please help it resonate, not just in our minds, but more so in our hearts. Because as we know, our minds, this human mind can only grasp so much of what is bestowed upon it at any given moment. We are so very grateful and so very blessed by you, through you, from you. We often, all too often, don't say enough how much we appreciate you. And we all too often don't thank you enough, especially in the hard times, as we learn today that everything is you and comes from you. And help us to awaken to this and that we see, more so feel, that especially in the challenging times, that you know, suffering and pain, that these are invitations from you for us to realize you, your power, your energy, your awareness, your involvement in everything, literally everything. Help us to wake up to that, to seize our challenges and turn them into the blessings that they are meant to be for us, no matter what they are, no matter how much our mind or Satan tries to spin them into something negative. Help us, please. We cannot thank you enough for each and every moment, for each and every breath, for each and every being in our lives. We love you, great creator, love you more than our humanness can fathom, and we know that you love us evermore. Amen. And for those of you who have listened to this point, here's a little gift for you. At least I hope it's a gift. The book nook for July is coming up this week. So this coming Wednesday, at 12 a.m. Eastern Time, the Book Nook for July will be released for your listening pleasure. I so hope and pray you all have enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you're searching for in a podcast here and more. Please stop by anytime, all the time. You are family. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on whatever format that you're listening, because this will greatly help move the show up. So when people do a general search, they're more likely to find us. And the more people we reach, the more people we can help. Also, feel free, please, please, please feel free to share the show with anyone and everyone that you feel might be interested in it and it might benefit. And if you really, really enjoy the show, 
please consider making an offering. Offerings are a great way to help sustain and improve the show and the Faith and War ministry. Offerings can be made through patreon.com slash podcast. We actually have three tiers of membership there. So again, at patreon.com slash podcast. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. There's lots of great videos there, and it gives you more of an immersive experience. Just go to youtube.com slash at Faith and More Podcast. Next is prayers. I love to pray in our Faith and More family. That is you love to pray as well. So let us pray for you. There are two ways to do this. The first is to email me directly at faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com. The second is through our website at faithandmorepodcast.wixsite.com slash my dash site. There's a form at the bottom of the website to request prayers. And of course, links to everything here mentioned in the show and in the closing here can be found in the show description. Intro and outro music are courtesy of Lay FM, L-E-S-F-M, which is at lesfm.net. And the Oblates infomercial is courtesy of Ivy Music. Links can be found in the show description. Check them out and show them so love. So until next time, have a blessed week and know that each and every one of you are in my heart and prayers. Bless you.